Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm a slightly dehydrated Mike. You're dehydrated. Why are you dehydrated? Just a little bit. I I, I didn't, I don't think I drank enough today. Wow. We're really fucking busy and uh, like stupid busy. I've been around so many fucking sick people lately. I'm just like trying to, trying desperately to hold on to my health. <laughs> as much as I possibly can. You know, you always do that. You always be like, yeah, I need zinc and vitamin C, but it never does anything. Like, it never helps. As far as I can tell, it does nothing. Eh, I don't know. Although, you know what I do find to be true is that I don't know if you remember you remember your dreams very vividly, but, but vitamin oh, yeah. C makes... If I take a little vitamin C right before bed, man, my dreams are so, like, crazy vivid, like, like something out of like uh, uh what's that lucid like a lucid dream almost. yeah ever since i got on um certain class of um mental health medications i've had extremely lucid dreams yeah. um some some days more than others but almost every day i remember at least one of my dreams and like you like you wake up troubled by something that was in your dream and you're like oh mm -hmm. why is this hanging on with me all fucking day i don't even remember yeah. any of the shit that happened but this one particular frame of it and i'm like oh my god why was i thinking that you know, I've had sex with a lot of weird people in my dreams because of that you, shit. You've brought that up quite yeah. a few times. People but, that I hate. But but you have to understand that like, your dreams are just a filing cabinet. Like, There's no real purpose behind them. I like to think I'm hate-fucking them. Well, I mean, maybe you are. But I mean, you're clearly working something out. But it's probably <laughs> not what you think it is. You know? <laughs> I worked out my anger by having sex with my enemies. Yes, that's that's how I did it. It's like puzzle solving. You're really not having sex. It's like I know, it, it's something else. But it, it's always something else, isn't it? It's always like well, sometimes a dick is just a dick. But I mean, you know, if you listen to like psychiatry, psychology and stuff, they'll say that it's all symbolism and and like yeah. like sex implies power or lack thereof. And yeah. That, if anything, you're you're enacting uh, over, it's a power fantasy over your inability to effectively deal with your enemies or something like that. Could be, you know. Speaking of dicks, I have a funny story from tonight, if I may. Sure. Um, this this dude comes in, and one of my coworkers said like the most, I, I don't know, the most uh, like harmless meaningless thing asking me which button to push on a piece of equipment and uh this guy goes oh i thought he was talking about you know voting and i was going to say if uh, if he voted for democrats i'm gonna turn around and leave and i went well then uh i got some bad news for you <laughs> you know i'm the one that's helping you and um just saying you know i don't necessarily uh agree with with how you know what you're saying because he said something to the effect of oh well you know joe Biden or the democrats don't want us to work and everything and i want to be like well i'm i'm a democrat and i'm very obviously working so that kind of doesn't work and if i'm not mistaken like unemployment numbers are lower than they were when the republicans were in control of everything so this doesn't weigh out somehow, but I didn't get this deep into it with the guy, but an older lady that was standing, this is an old guy too, that was standing off to the side, picked up the mantle and ripped him a new fucking ass in front of everybody. Dude, it was so awesome. She was saying all the shit that I wish I could have said. You know, like, you don't tell people how to vote. and You don't try to bully people into doing the stuff that you want. People died for our right to have free and fair elections and all this other stuff. Dude, it was awesome. It was awesome. My coworkers are like, you might want to call somebody to come back here and break them up. And I'm like, no, let it run its course. It's going to be fine. And when it was all done, he walked off, didn't look very happy, and she was laughing. So I don't know what exactly the end of it was, because unfortunately I was working and I couldn't you know stand there and watch it with my mm -hmm. mouth agape and my eyes wide as i wanted to but uh, i'm pretty sure she uh she came out on top of that argument yeah well, it was beautiful you know, it was it beautiful didn't sound like he was well armed with any actual information just a bunch of stupid opinions it, dumb talking points and and horseshit mm -hmm. uh lies that are easily demonstrated as false but you know 
Yeah. I don't I don't want this to be a political thing. I just had to share that because it brought joy to me tonight. No, that's a good turnaround. I do enjoy a good turnaround. And yeah, I just don't understand. Like I told you about my neighbor who came up to me like day three of me owning my property and, and said it was amazing that I was able to get a house during the Biden administration. Like, I'm like, I didn't say anything to this effect, but in my head I'm thinking... I just met you. What are you doing? Are you testing me? Are you trying to figure out what I'm, you know, my metal is or whatever? And it's yeah. It's like I guess are I know. Are you one who, of us or are you one of them? Right. I wasn't yeah. going to entertain that, so I just said, huh. You know, which is what I always say when those things come up is, huh. You know, like okay, whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't, I, I don't ever not, give like answers. You know. I'm yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, just smile and nod, really, is all you can do. Just smile and nod, occasionally say yes. I just like how it just came out of, like, nowhere. Like, there wasn't even, there was no prompt. Like, this guy was going to find a way, like, oh, speaking of chicken, or something, he was going to find a way to throw it in there. He was probably listening to some kind of news program on the radio (laughs) in his car. Or on his phone and had some hot button topic in his measly rock like little brain and had to get it out to the only person that he could, which was a captive employee in a deli. You know, someone who can't leave. You know, it's like it's the same as like hitting on someone at their workplace. It's like if they can't get away, if they don't have a reasonable means of escape, don't trouble them with that shit you know it's, always, it's fucking creepy and it's rude and it's obnoxious i always say like uh whenever people come in from like these delivery um many m- very delivery uh, options that you have for getting groceries and things that they always uh, come around the corner and hit us and i'm like that's because we're the first captive fucking person that they come to where you're like oh they can't run away so i'm gonna go ask them about every single thing inside the store and be like oh do you know where this is at do you know where this is at and can you show me where this is and shit i'm like i got other fucking work to do so you're talking about like all the (laughs) delivery services Uh, like doordash yeah doordash and uber eats and all Mm -hmm. that stuff it's actually most of the people are nice uh there's been a few that have been kind of like you know, like it's my fault that the person ordered something that they can't find. Like, oh yeah, well, you know what? I spoke to them earlier and told them to order something that was incredibly difficult. And by the way, sir, you're saying charcuterie incorrectly. Charcuterie, <laughs> charcuterie. Something about a shark and cutties. I don't cutty hey, shark. Is that it? Shark. No, that's the name of a beer, I think. But I think that's cutty sark. Actually, I think yeah. it's, I think there is no shark in that because I used to think it was sh- cutty shark. And then one day I ran across a, a ad for it and it said Cuddy Sark. And I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I was okay with it either way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was the, the, the ridiculous exchange of the day today was the old man. And uh, he, got, he got his comeuppance, which was beautiful because I don't often get to see that. Wow, what a great Thanksgiving I had yesterday on Thursday, November 23rd. Yes, I too enjoyed my Thanksgiving and I had off, which was nice. Today is Black Friday. Have you done any shopping today? No, I do all my shopping on Amazon and I was a smart shopper and got it done a few weeks ago. I like to wait until the last minute for special deals and thusly end up not getting what I want. (laughs) I enjoy the competition of a shopping experience where I could easily trample a child. Who doesn't like injuring people in the process of getting your retail needs fulfilled? (laughs) Sometimes I'll just crush an elderly lady's elbow just to get the satisfaction that I didn't get from the laptop that I wanted when they ran out. I like to tip old people out of their electric scooters. It's fun to watch them on the floor looking like turtles on their backs. Ah, help me. <laughs> Only if you'll give me that DVD player. <laughs> Who the fuck's going anywhere for DVD player? I know, right? 
<laughs> That's funny like a, shit. I'm not even a Blu-ray player, just a DVD player. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> there's probably a higher demand for VHS machines in the open market nowadays than there is for a regular DVD player. And that's so funny to me because you know how media always does that back turn and people start wanting old media players. That's probably never going to happen with regular DVD players because all Blu-ray players are backwards compatible. So you don't need a DVD player. There's no benefit that having one that having a, D a Blu-ray player doesn't resolve and also give you Blu-ray capability. I wonder, do people treat VHS now like they do vinyl where they're like, oh, dude, all the pops and crackles and hisses really make the experience. Like I was trying to watch a video of an old Bonanza that I taped in 1986. Dude, it was fucking amazing. Like the color was all fucked up and the audio track was off. It was a true, true experience of television. I have to say, there probably are, and and I'll say because nostalgia runs strong, and irony is what it is, uh, and some people don't get the irony and just go lockstep into the full thing without yeah. getting it. But I will say that when I was a kid, there was this Rasbank and Hobbit cartoon that my dad got me as a a, a, a gift, uh, as sort of like motivation to open my eyes because I was four and I'd had eye surgery and the sedative that they had used was very strong and it took me a few days to open my eyes Oof. and they tried everything but they just felt like they were glued shut finally he brings home this this secondhand tape that had some weird little cartoon on it in the beginning that I don't remember very much about and then at like I want to say like the 14 minute mark there was the hobbit and in the opening sequence of The Hobbit, there's this little warp in the tape that happened in the transfer that always feels like it's missing if I watch that now. It's like I'm missing that little warp at the beginning. <laughs> so I have a nostalgia for it. I'm not saying that I would go for VHS, but I will say that there was a film that was put out uh, about 10 years ago now called Beyond the Black Rainbow uh, that takes place in the 80s and enjoyed a VHS release. Hmm. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe there is a resurgence. There's always a nostalgic resurgence for stuff, though. I know that, like, for cassette tapes for me, because, like, I had uh, Megadeth's Rust in Peace, and my tape, the tape actually got, f like, fractured, like somebody stepped on it. And like the plastic broke and I had I happen to have like one single cassette tape that had screws in it to hold it together and it was something I didn't care about so like I opened it up and took the old tape out and put the rust in peace in there and I was so proud of myself like I saved my tape this is never going to be old you mm -hmm. know to me to listen to this and it was like fucking like this weird warbling at one point in it because it obviously got messed up yeah so it, probably the part got stepped on and even now when i listen to that i expect to hear it even though it's a yeah. digital copy of it i'm like yeah. oh, where where is this person you know like for just a second but i always expect it so there are songs, I, I know exactly what you're talking about there are songs that have little audio moments in them that sound like someone from my family is talking or yelling <laughs> there's one there's a song uh let's see duran duran uh, uh hungry like the wolf Towards the end, there's this bit where it sounds like my mom's going, Tom, off in the distance. And I always used to go, oh, oh. Um, and there's a couple like that now where I swear it's my wife calling for me from across the house. And I have to take my headphones off. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's that cue. So now I like start to look for it. So it's just some weird ghost in the audio. Uh, there's a Beastie Boys song. Um... I think it's ill communication where he goes phone is ringing oh my god and i used to say that to my one friend and she would <laughs> always say what i don't hear a phone ringing like she would totally be oblivious to the the reference and i got her with that i probably 20 times <laughs> where i would just say that and i'd be like dude it's from a beastie boy song what's wrong with you you i'm sure you remember me uh constantly rewinding the Hold on, hold on, let's, <laughs> let's cut that in.
Now imagine that. Imagine that at six o'clock in the morning, uh, over and over and over and over again. That's what it's like having me at a sleepover. Yep. Yeah. Or, you know, partially living at your house for <laughs> for an extended period of time. I don't know. Yeah. You know, I don't think you ever stayed over at my parents' house, but I definitely, you know, had like a second address with you guys. Well, for part because I was kind of intimidated by your dad and your mom. I didn't think either of them liked me. They kind of scared me. I felt like I'd get smacked out of there with a broom. They both have very strong personalities. Still do. And very mm -hmm. strong personalities mm -hmm. so my mom has softened a little bit as she's gotten older but dad is still exactly the same uh <laughs> tough guy you know uh -huh. um got that like uh we, we used to fight when we were kids everybody would actually wait in line like you see in the movies and get their ass kicked one at a time you know <laughs> that kind of stuff and i'm like i don't know anywhere where that kind of a fight fucking happens but all right <laughs> I feel like everybody jumps in at once and just starts swinging fists, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like it's like I, well, maybe that did happen. Well, maybe in your old in your old man's days, you know, Queensbury rules were still a thing, and everyone rolled their yeah. fist sleeves up, and went, you know, like that. <laughs> Pointing your fist at yourself is always a good way yeah. to start. Somebody punches <laughs> your hand, and you punch yourself. <laughs> yeah. Why are your knuckles all bloody and your face all bloody? But it doesn't yeah. appear that you even hit the other guy. We beat the shit out of me with my own fists. He appears to have fractured both of his wrists. Why? Well, because he was sort of <laughs> dangling them towards his own face as he was limply making little weird fists that didn't have any kind of power behind them at all and then he would sock his opponent like a rock'em sock'em robot his, his opponent took one haymaker and knocked him through a fucking wall <laughs> he did have some crazy footwork though with his little oh, yes. shorts and tall socks that's right yeah yeah <laughs> oh man you know what i want to change my song of the week can i do that is it too late to do that no it's absolutely i did like the in fact i followed the group that you sent me the first time oh really it was so sludgy i i couldn't yeah. help myself i well, had then I'll to stick with why it. don't you have two songs of the week there's no rules okay. here okay all right so we're gonna have our special edition song of the week this is this is a song called professor elemental or it's called uh I'm sorry, it's called, um, you know what? Let me look it up because. <laughs> this is my song of the week I and have, I have yet to discover what it is. I have forgotten the title of the song. I always forget the title and the artist whenever it comes time to say it. Yeah, it, but this is bad because I didn't even plan to do this one. Fighting Trousers by Professor Elemental. I don't like your tweet, sir. We'll teach you the professor's ready. Not. Let's see who strikes the loudest. Lou, put on my fighting trousers. I, I really like that. Yeah, oh yeah. I I'll... think you showed that to me before. You were. You probably weren't in the right frame of mind to be receptive to it. I feel yeah. like I remember it, but uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, it is. It is delightful. Yeah. But since we're doing Song of the Week, why don't you go ahead with your official Song of the Week? My official Song of the Week, I was just feeling it for some reason. Uh, it wasn't directed at any one person in general, but uh, it's a song by a, um, I guess, more or less thrash band mm -hmm. called Iron Reagan, and mm -hmm. it's called Fuck the Neighbors. I really like this song. Let's listen to it now. Strangers are dancing, I keep my voice down! Just because it's my Not my problem! Or fall too big, this place to live! Fuck the neighbors! Fuck your yard! The more that you complain, the more we'll go yeah, I actually was tempted to bring this up as a song of the week, you know, in tribute to you, because first of all, because we both have neighbors that we say that about, and then uh, just that felt like your your blend, your your your, your it's, brand. It's of my music. anthem. Yeah, well, it just felt like your kind of music to me, like something that you would enjoy. I'm amused that you actually thought of me when you heard them. That's that's good. Yeah. You know me well, so well. I mean, yeah, I, I think I think after now this long we've we've gotten to know each other's musical tastes pretty well and uh yeah, we continue to surprise one another, which is good. Yes. 
this was this week was was no surprise. Not really. <laughs> it was no. no surprise for me. Yeah, it was. I, well, I've gone that route recently, and uh, I wasn't surprised, but I was pleasant. I was pleasantly like amused that it was a band that I knew. You know, so that was cool. So my song for the week is called Gold by a band called, uh, oh gosh, why can't I ever remember these names of these bands? Yeah, I can't remember either. I just know that All I liked it. All the Saints. It. All the yeah. Saints. And yeah, it's just this sludgy. It's very sludgy, and I like yeah. that. It's just dum, 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 dum. And you're just sitting, it, it's one of those songs that you can just let it wash over you. Um, you know, and, and just like, I like to sit up in my attic, like my attic is my Zen garden, you know, it's, it's like the place that I go where I think it's because there's no real trawl to anything. Like I have my phone with me so I can listen to music, but half the time I have it turned off and I'm just sitting there smoking and, and thinking, you know, and just sort of staring off into the rafters and and there's no computer in front of me and there's no one coming up to me asking me questions about anything. I'm just sort of in my little <laughs> space, you know? And yet equally, I enjoy company up there. So it's just like, I, it's my favorite spot in the house. And uh, I discovered a lot of good music up there. just sort of tucked away in the corners man you know some music here a little music there like a spotify link under a blanket <gasps> what's that doing there why i like this song this song is sludgy and it floats through my head like a breeze and i'm sitting there just it's like a little a little shot of morphine that song you should um, listen to some crowbar they're sludgy okay like that Okay, I will check them out tonight for sure. Uh, probably a little more of a metal edge to things, but but very sludgy. Like, I don't mind that. I like don't it mind just that. you know slow tempo, just dripping mm -hmm. with uh, you know the notes just drip off the out of the instruments and onto the uh, you know I don't know the the griddle that cooks them and floats them through the air. <laughs> I have no fucking idea where yeah. I'm going with that. I'm thinking about food. You know how well, it you is. Know. We are putting all the thrusters on for uh, 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 milking it. Mm -hmm. And when I say we, I say we because I am now stepping in as the production, I guess the producer. I don't know what you would call my title. I wear many hats in these, these things. Um, but basically, you guys give me a topic and I, I write a fucking term paper on it every for every episode and then give you guys a like a, a, a checklist of how to run through the episode and then let you guys run with it yeah uh you're you're doing a lot of the i'll call you the leg man the leg man yeah it's you're like doing day. a lot of the stuff yeah hey, i it's, mean it's my hey you should never skip leg day don't ever <laughs> skip leg day that's true then you're gonna embarrass yourself when you take your pants off for more reason than one yeah 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 I mean, you look like a Mr. Potato Head doll. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm ripped up top and then skinny little legs. Little pins. Yeah. I actually have seen dudes that are like that. It's it's never ceases to be funny to me. No, it's very <laughs> funny. It's tragic, but it is very funny because it's a, it's, self, it's a true tragedy in the sense that it's self-inflicted. You know, like it's a true Shakespearean tragedy. It's kind of like... I don't know. It's like people who have really fucked up muscles and body shapes because of steroids. Like, like when someone looks like some kind of weird bag of bulbous meatballs 
or like a balloon animal that's ready to burst. Yeah, they... the those dudes that inject the stuff into themselves. Yeah, and they have like yeah. these fucking weird, yeah, balloon animal like muscles. Yeah, the guys walking and he's like this massive hulk of a human being basically all just you know a bag of liquid yeah and, uh, and he's got little tiny ass legs <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're like yeah. 350 pounds of, of hot dog casing and just barely hiding blood just you know you punch them and he's <laughs> i just <laughs> like wonder a, like a ripe tomato i just wonder now that i know about compartment syndrome and stuff how these people don't end up with that you know like where your skin essentially like runs out of like it it needs to expand and it can't because of something that's inside of it so the only solution to it is they have to like split your skin open and like sew it very loosely so that it heals and stuff like how do those people not end up with that that's disgusting i, I, I don't to know. think about but uh yeah all i know is that when i lift if i lift a lot like and i have like you know enough change in body mass that i it's noticeable i always get stretch marks mm. and uh you know like i remember one day back in the i want to say the early 2000s uh i was showing a picture of my arm because i was talking about where i wanted to put tattoos and what i wanted my tattoos to be and one guy said did you lift don't you and i was like yeah you know not in a while but yeah i used to lift and he's like i can tell because you got the stretch marks on your arms and you don't have fat arms so you know <laughs> you clearly it's one or the other you're that or you lost a lot of weight and i was like nah i used to lift so what's up fat arms yeah fat arms what's up tubby <laughs> you guys tell me bye bye arms don't you i have lost two pounds Good for you. And I haven't really changed my diet all that much. I've just added some new things that are good. And I, I'd like to say that I'm watching my portions, but I'm really not because tonight I ate a shit ton of Domino's pizza. So you're watching your portions go into your mouth. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think it's probably I, you're being more active. And, you know, that's a good yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's totally just because I'm going to the gym, whereas before I was sitting on my ass, like, I'm eating enough calories that I maintain my weight, but if uh, I am starting to edge towards, you know, not eating as much, I find that it's it's interesting. It's like uh, exercise is to diet what a stone in the river is to a stool pigeon. As in, once you, what I mean is that once you throw that diet once you throw that exercise rock in the water your whole body goes in you can't help it like it's like well i guess i'm gonna start looking at quit smoking and i guess i'm gonna start eating better and like i read an article the other day that said that so smoking and nicotine are uh they they, they have the tendency to inhibit muscle growth and lower testosterone which are two big no-nos if you're trying to lift weights so looks like it's uh gonna have to be goodbye letter to tobacco because i'm not gonna go to the gym three days a week for no reason you um you lose the weight and you quit smoking you're suddenly going to have as much penis as you remember having when you were younger yeah you'd be like i found my dick again and it yeah. works yeah, right, right. My circulation has improved, and now what? it's not. And now it's not a floppy sort of fucking sad mess. My my flesh sword. My flesh sword. Yeah, I don't know. That's that sounds it's... very barbaric and Dungeons and Dragony. Like, well, sometimes just... sometimes we role play. I mean, yeah, no big deal. <laughs> Randomly. Yep. In the middle of a normal podcast. Right. Well, I meant, you know, just in general, I like to run around and say things like that. Well, you know, I, I do want to give you like a sneak peek of what is to come for uh, Dungeons and Dragons with this podcast. Um, I kind of ran out of ideas for your your first run. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I could do a lot of stuff, but it, I, I don't know. Fantasy. I always do fantasy. And it's like I wanted to do something different. So I am writing for you a short adventure uh, taking place in the Old West in a fictional world similar to our own, which has some 
occasional magical elements and such like that and maybe some non-human races that are intelligent but for the most part it's a lot like our world life is just a fantasy can you live the fantasy life (sighs) i i was waiting to do that what the hell is that from it's a song from what though what like i have no fucking idea <laughs> let me let me let me see if i can if i can find it here while you're while you're telling me more some, some barbie girl shit no so, no it's like an 80s like rock type song rock well, type down rock type down well it, I, that was all i really had uh to to share anything more i would give would be sort of giving away some of the core elements but uh uh, I will say that it. I took a lot of inspiration from the series Deadwood. Nice. If you've never, if you've ever seen, is is a fantastic uh, David Milkner show. I think his name is, who's who would sit there and write these these crazy pieces of dialogue into the night, and sometimes present the actors with new dialogue, entirely new dialogue, like a couple hours before they were due to shoot and they had to sit there and and remember these labyrinthine like sentences that their characters were meant to say so it's a big shout to character you know actors that were in that show that they were able to sort of hang with that you know especially ian mcshane and uh what's the oh gosh i can't remember the other actor who was in it but um if I if I showed you a picture of him, you know exactly what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Deadwood. Um, it's actually I, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a second song of the week then too. Okay. Uh. David Milk was the guy. Milch was the guy. But uh, Deadwood TV series had Timothy Oliphant. That was the other one. Yeah, I I know what Timothy Oliphant looks like. Brad Dorif. <laughs> in fact, when you put <laughs> Timothy in, like that's automatically the first fucking person that comes up. Yeah. Like, there's no other guy's named Timothy. It's only him. It's really interesting that um, oh gosh, what's his name? The guy who does uh, like, like really manly humor. He's like a woodsmith. Um. Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, yes. Nick it Offerman. It came into your head is the exact moment that I thought of it, too. I was like, oh, yep. Nick Offerman is in an episode of Deadwood. Hmm. Um, and uh, he's bare-ass naked and full frontal nudity is shown. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, quite. It was quite shocking <laughs> to be like a fan of him and then to watch that show and go, holy fucking shit. I just saw Nick Offerman's penis. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. And and I would say that he's a grower, not a shower. Uh, I didn't <laughs> see him grow. But, you know. <laughs> he's there with a raging boner on this. You're like, okay, that is that was really shocking. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, ultimately the most shocking thing I could think of Nick Offerman doing, just showing up on stage with a raging heart on. <laughs> oh, God, that's the title of the episode. <laughs> Nick, Nick Offerman's raging heart on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, it's even funny to think about it. Imagine his wife making a while, he'd be like, oh my God, you know, like in that fucking shrill voice that she can do. Who's his wife? Megan Mullally. Oh, is that the same girl that was she was on Will Parks and Grace? Was she in Parks and Rec as his wife? I, I think she was. I think so. I think she did play his wife in there or something to that effect. Yeah. His ex wife, because they were always at each other's throats. Which is so funny because you know that that's probably what their home life is like, <laughs> is like good-natured ribbing constantly. Yeah. Jennifer and I tried that years ago, and at a certain point she's like, you're hurting my feelings, and, and you need to stop. And I was like, okay, yeah. You were but, like, uh, I'm just better at picking things like this and running with them. I she's guess not so. mean-spirited enough. She's not mean-spirited. I'm not really... I no. was at the time maybe more so than I am now, but I've mellowed a lot in my age. 
I'm not, I used to be pretty nasty and rude. I was a rude dude, man. You know, I was in the ska. I was a rude boy. <laughs> not a, not a rude the only boy. person has ever admitted that they were into ska <laughs> in the 2020s. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't, in, I wasn't in that. I didn't ska. <laughs> like, I didn't wear the checkerboard hat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what oh that was. God. I don't know what that was either. You could uh, find yourself some old offspring that sounds like that. You know, I think they did some yeah. ska sounding stuff yeah. at one point in time or another. Um, it's it's life is just a fantasy. Actually, the song is just called Fantasy, but it's Aldo Nova. Aldo Nova. Yeah, it's like life is All just right. a fantasy. Can you live the fantasy life? And it's like near, 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 near. I actually know this dude because he has a uh, fucking like he played Les Pauls that had weird headstocks on him. And this one dude who stuff I watch on YouTube always talks about the Aldo Nova. Les Pauls, so that's kind of funny. And apparently, Vanilla Ice also has a song called "Life Is a Fantasy," which doesn't surprise me because I don't think he's ever had an original fucking idea in his mind. No, ever, ever. no. Yeah. All right, so, so let's listen to the fantasy song. okay yeah. i mean you know second second breakfast as it were second song second breakfast second breakfast it's like the your song is like the brunch of the song of the week there's <laughs> grapes and there's crepes and there's melon you look oh, forward to it but uh, it's not quite the same yeah, yeah, yeah. like a mimosa Mm-hmm. Is a mimosa's good. I like a mimosa or a screwdriver. Although more acceptable is the mimosa. People almost don't look at it like drinking. <laughs> I was just reading something recently where, uh, or listening to something. I don't remember which where they were talking about how, like, um, you know, they used to have like mimosas, like bottomless mimosas at brunch and stuff like that. And it's like mm-hmm. illegal to do that in most states now because people would get shit faced <laughs> and <laughs> get yeah. like sick and, you know, car accidents and all kinds of stuff. They're like, no more bottomless drinks at brunch. Yeah. Like, you actually have to be told <laughs> this, you fucking money grubbing motherfuckers. Cause I know when I worked at the hotel that I worked at, uh, sometimes if people were guests, they, you know, the bartenders wouldn't think twice about over serving because they're like, oh, they're not driving anywhere. They'll be fine. You know, meanwhile, they go upstairs, fucking fall in the bathroom, crack their head open on the toilet or something like that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, no big deal at all. It's, yeah, yeah. you know, they were here. So it's cool. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're covered by our insurance. So their burial <laughs> will be handled by us. It will be fine. Yeah. No worries there, buddy. You yeah. make your you make your extra, you know, thirty five cents a tip. Got me thinking about like, um, just I don't know, like stupid drinking in general. I, I just remember being a teenager and like working at a grocery store, and like the coworkers that I had would like brag about hurting themselves while drunk, and and, and it's like I guess that's a rite of passage, right? Like. Except it's weird. I, I'm sure this is true of your kids. And it's certainly true of my nephews and my nieces that they've been super like moral and like, oh, I'm, I'm not interested in that. You know, like that's not for me. Like, I mean, not, I mean as, <laughs> not until they got to be like adults and then they were like, well, I tried this and I didn't like it or I tried this and I did like it. But it's just interesting to me how very, like most of my nephews and nieces are under the age of 18 and they've never tried any of that stuff. Whereas like their, 
like I don't know like it's just it's impressive to me I had tried beer when I was much younger than that and found that I liked it I had you know gotten in a liquor cabinet and had a couple tastes of this or that and Mm -hmm. I had smoked well before that age and everything else yeah Yeah. that is interesting that uh, that some of the kids seem to have a better grasp on um, abstinence yeah yeah (laughs) some things than we did yeah yeah well like and and I mean also their attitude towards like I don't know, sex in general is a lot more tempered than mine was at that age. They're like, well, like, I'm more interested in holding hands and stuff. And, like, it's like, you know what, kid? You're right. Sex is great, but the best, the best is that sort of warm, comfortable feeling on a rainy day when you're just hanging out in bed. And watching TV. After you just got done having sex. (laughs) (laughs) We just got back from pound town and we're just relaxing and watching TV. That's a good feeling right there, let me tell you. (laughs) I'm just saying there's a comfort to it, you know. I got it. That nothing else in in the world can, can, can... come close to, you know. Sitting under a blanket in front of the TV on a, you know, rainy... You know, afternoon watching TV, that is some pretty sweet stuff. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. And I mean, you know, they're the one, you know, when the conversations that I've had with them, they're always like, well, I want a friend, you know, like I want them to be my friend first. And I'm like, yeah, that's super important because once the fun runs out and you realize you're with an uninteresting, boring, contentious, horrible person you're going to really 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 regret well everything <laughs> except for the fun parts you know do you uh, do you have a lot of experience with that tom because i feel like your relationship was never like that so you've lucked out but yeah i get what you're saying i'm i'm observant of other people yeah i'm speaking from third party experience fair enough maybe a little bit of yours it's entirely possible <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say that I did not get along with, uh, well, in fact, I only talked to one of my exes. So, yeah, and there's there's a few. On the other hand, I didn't have the experience. I don't talk to any of the girls that I dated, even though with the exception of one, they were Internet. Right. Well, no, that's not true. No, yeah, you had you had quite a few that uh, like that one girl that we drove the Knobles with. Mm-hmm. You talk to her? <laughs> I don't think so. No. Yeah. No, I don't talk to her. Uh, there was a girl in the army. I don't talk to her. I don't even fucking think she's alive anymore. Sorry to hear that. Well, I can't find any evidence of her existence on the planet anymore. You know, but I also can't find anything that doesn't, you know, like there's no like obituary. So, she blocked you so hard that you can't even find yeah. any information yeah. on She's like, I hate this one guy so much. Yeah. I'm sure he never finds me. <laughs> <laughs> but look at how awesome I turned out. Ask my wife. <laughs> I feel it's for the best that I don't have contact with those people anymore. You have a very beautiful and unique relationship. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I would say that it probably is best that it does not ever get trifled with by some skank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying that she was a skank. I'm saying that if she tries to fuck with stuff, she's definitely a skank. Well, yes. No, that, <laughs> that's, no doubt. that's what I mean. That's no, what I mean. No doubt. Yeah. She's yeah. trying to be a home wrecker. That's all. Yeah. Fucking, fucking skank. Back off. Yeah. Skanks. <laughs> Don't make me say skank again. Skank. 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 It's just, it's just a terrible word. <laughs> it, it, but it's not like the word, like slut, where like slut implies that it's bad to have sex. Skank implies that you'll have sex with a barrel cactus. I always thought skank to me kind of implied like you're fucking dirty. Yeah, like, you're stinky. Like, like you smell bad. Like you don't yeah. take care of yourself. It'd be like sticking your dick in the fish guts bucket on a fishing vessel. You know, uh, 
That's what a skank to me, visually. The chum bucket. The chum bucket. Even the fish and SpongeBob don't eat there. Yeah. So, way to go, Plankton, you skank. Come in the chum bucket. (laughs) (laughs) And have some grog. I remember there was a girl that we went to school with, and I've told this story, and people don't believe me, that would literally suck your dick for a pack of cigarettes. I and do. People I are always, fully believe that. People are always like, oh, how many times did you give her cigarettes? And I was like, none. <laughs> I was like, I wasn't going anywhere near. First off, she was a bruiser. But secondly, you know, if a chick's going to suck your dick for cigarettes, it's probably not you know, going to be the best. It's head. probably not going to be a very, it's not going to be a very good head. And your, your wiener is probably going to get like some kind of overload of nicotine. <laughs> And have a smoke ring around your dick. <laughs> smoke rings on your dick instead of lipstick rings. <laughs> <laughs> what are it's you like, fanning? Ah, the smoke ring. It won't come off my dick. It's like a yellow stain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the fingertips and shit get when you smoke, except yeah. it's around your wang. Yeah, it's like yellow and kind of jaundice looking. <laughs> Orange. <laughs> I had to look at my own fingertips for for reference. (laughs) Oh, my God. You remember, like, do you know how many chicks we went to school with that used to chew tobacco also? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Which was, to me, it always blew my mind that I was always like, look, okay, I know guys are disgusting and do that, but that's not something that's like something I I always had, like, this mental block that I – I just couldn't get past it. I was, I was like, oh. Well, also, you couldn't you, you couldn't drink from the water fountains Ding. in school without getting a canker sore because there were always wads of dip in there. Or or bandits. You know, the little uh-huh. ones that were in like the, they looked like little pillows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, easier little to cancerous hide pillows. Are, yeah, a little easier to hide those in the linings of your jean jacket with all the cool band things i i miss man i miss rocking a cool jean jacket i i could do it now but it would feel it would feel like i was putting on airs but when i was a teenager i had this jean jacket and we went to the beach and i bought tons and tons of band like patches Mm -hmm. and had my mom sew them all over the back and it was so cool and then I wore it for years, so it got scuffed up in places and stuff because I was playing in it, you know? I was running around, I was climbing fucking rocks and falling and riding my bike and skidding out on the dirt. and So it looked like a beat-up jacket, like it had that character to it. It's and awesome. In modern days, like, I always thought it would be cool to have a leather or a, or, or a jean jacket like that that looked all bitched up, but... I would have to do it artificially, and that ain't cool. I had uh, like the jean jacket vest over top of the leather because I never, I didn't have like a proper leather jacket at first. It was like some weird 70s like butterfly collar jacket, and I took and like pinned down the the vest onto it and had the Injustice for All album cover on it. I wish I knew where that was, but I'm pretty sure it's long since gone, but uh, that was always... I would unironically cool. rock those butterfly collars today. Oh yeah. Today I would I'd be I like I wish I fit in that fucking yeah. jacket still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'd go to put it on, it'd be like fat man not in the little coat because his ass won't fit. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even stuff your arm down the I'm like, sleeve. Eh. It's like you try to stuff your arm down the sleeve. It's like trying to sh- jam butter down a bus of turkey baster. Like yeah. It gets more and more narrow as it gets, and it just starts going. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want to go back to the size that I was in high school. I'd like to go back to the size I was a couple years after I graduated, but uh-huh. uh, definitely not that small again. Well, yeah, you would. I I would have called you almost painfully thin. I was I was pretty thin yeah my metabolism was so high Mm -hmm. that I would just fucking burn everything I ate off yeah now uh, not so much yeah yeah well I mean maybe you should start working out man maybe you should start lifting just you know (sighs) yeah that's not the kind of lifting I'm talking about bro yeah I know I know I'm just just saying hey you relax Mr. Olympia all right 
I'm just saying it'll make you it'll it'll make you feel better and you'll be amazed how fast you see results. Because muscle mass equals calorie burn. The more muscle mass you have, the faster your calories. So you can eat the shit out of food and not gain weight. You can actually lose weight. It's pretty badass. Eat the shit out of food. Man, you can eat the shit out of food. You can eat food until you don't even have any food left. And then you eat be, that food until it shits and then eat that too. Yeah, eat the shit that you ate out and you'd be efficient. You filter out yeah. the, the big nuggets and then get the juice. <laughs> I just made myself sick. That's, yeah, it's fucking gross. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> oh, it's vomitous. Gross and shitsen. I'm just thinking, like, I got fucking go to work tomorrow morning. Not really, uh, not like early tomorrow morning, but you know, Saturday's the day when I close, uh, the shit closes and then I have to clean everything up by myself. Okay. Which takes upwards of two hours, you know, possibly longer. I don't ever look forward to it. I never look forward to Saturdays. <laughs> I'm always yeah. like, oh, Saturdays. And then Sundays, I usually have another dude with me. Uh, but you know, yeah, is what it is. Long days, yeah. long days, long days. But I do like, them. uh, do like them paychecks. Yeah, yeah. So. It's always, it's always nice to remember that hey, whatever bullshit I'm going through, I don't have to take it home. And at the end of the week, ching ching. That is, that is the sweetest part of it. I've always, like we talked about this before, I've always had jobs where I had to carry shit home with me. I had to think about, you know, whether it was stuff that I had on my mind because I was supervising other people or because like the one place I worked, I did like maintenance work and fucking, they didn't have anybody come in to do snow removal, but the maintenance employees. So I knew that if we had a bad winter, mm-hmm. I was fucked. I'd spend like... 16 20 hours there and maybe come home and for like four or five hours and then have to go back in again like all that kind of shit well and you also know you also know that your check is 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 fully accounted for because i remember quite a few jobs that you had when you were a teenager working at like small time shops and like you're the manager or the master mechanic or whoever was like also a, a hopeless alcoholic and couldn't bother to pay his employees actually on time. it was that the uh uh owner of the shop who had licensed the the name of a nation nationwide chain and uh he had a massive cocaine oh it was coke yeah cocaine addiction and uh yeah he would fucking you know uh consume our paychecks <laughs> via his habit and i remember him giving us a check on friday and be like guys i know i gave you a check but like don't do anything with that until i tell you to <laughs> or something like that I'd be like what am i supposed to fucking make out of that like oh by the way uh, i'm paying you but i'm i'm not paying you you know you can't use that money yeah i yeah, gotta so use that, that was... money that money i'm riding that money on a game okay just trust me on that <laughs> Yeah, he was he was he was a he was a fucking coke addict. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean for him, I yeah. you know he was a semi decent guy. You know, otherwise, oh, yeah. but I worked, uh, yeah. I worked with a head chef who was uh, a cocaine addict. He had like three heart attacks in the time that I knew him, um, or knew of him anyway, and. He was a great guy, you know. He was super cool. He was one of the when he introduced me to himself to me in the kitchen. He was one of the, the friendliest guys. He, he never got mad at his employees except for the chefs. Like he wouldn't get a lot of the chefs would take it out on like the the non cooks, you know, the staff, and and he never did that. And I always respected him for that. That was very other, nice of because him. he would dog on the other cooks like. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Get that fucking bait. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Get the fuck out of my kitchen. You know, it would be like that. And I'd be like, oh, cool. This is just like Hell's Kitchen. You know. And- I just imagine myself not having the patience for any of that shit now. Be like, you know what? You 
don't fucking pay me. I'm out. Peace. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Oh yeah, dude. No way. <laughs> Be like, hey man. So I noticed that uh, you didn't really pay me for this week, so I'm not coming in next week to make up for that. Seems fair. And uh, yeah, and you're not going to say shit about it. So I'm just taking a free vacation. Oh, you don't like it? Uh, well, you can kiss my ass. How about that? <laughs> How about I hike up the road and find anything better than this? I just remember, like, the biggest thing was we you had to get parts from the name on the front of the building. Mm-hmm. And, like, he wasn't buying parts from them. And they're like, why aren't you buying parts from us? And then he basically ran through all of his credit via the local parts stores and stuff. So there was periods in time where, like, we would sit in the shop for a day or two and not get any fucking business because <laughs> people were like, they never have fucking parts in that place, you know? And then that was wow. the beginning of the end for it. So yeah, tough titties. Yeah. Those can be as a big mistake. Yeah. It'll suck your life away. It'll suck your money away. Any of those, uh, heavy drugs will do that. Anything won't do any kind of sucking that you like though. No, you'll end up doing the talking eventually. Uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, there is a lucrative business to be made at the truck stops. Mm. Especially if you ain't got Tifus. Yeah, no Tifus, and the uh, person closes their eyes and just sort of goes with it. It's all oh. the same when you close Wait your eyes. Second. Yeah, there was a guy I used to work with who used to say that uh, as long as the hole, hole was small and tight, he didn't care. Speaking of dreams and Which is this gross. particular topic, I had a dream last night that my wife had a luxurious beard and I didn't think that was strange at all. And then I said, why don't more women have beards? I've seen a few women with beards in my day. Yeah. I just saw one at uh, Burger King the other day, in fact. And she seemed to be very self-conscious of it, but I guess not enough to do anything about it. Yeah. Which is, which is weird. Yeah, you know, if you're gonna have that, fucking rock that shit. Be, own it. That's that's your mm-hmm. fucking beard. You grew that, and probably better than a lot of men do. Probably. You know, I have yeah. no, I have no issue with that. Well, I think I think be proud. Facial hair, hair is something that if you're going to wear it, you need to figure out where it grows right and where it doesn't grow right, and then capitalize on that because otherwise, it just looks like a mess. I was just explaining to a young man that I work with recently. He's 20, like probably 21, 22 years old. And I was like, dude, fucking relax. Trust me when I tell you this. This didn't come in full until I was in my 30s. I'm right. like, so you're you're right on track, brother. Yeah, exactly. Just like... fucking let it happen. Don't try to rush it. Just, you know, right. let it happen, man. Yeah, I could. I didn't even try to grow a beard until I was in my forties. I just didn't even bother. It was like I I got it in my head early on that when you're younger, facial hair just usually doesn't work unless you have a really strong genetic lineage for facial hair. In which yeah. case, yeah, you can rock it. But I I stayed no facial hair for the most part uh, for like. I don't know, 15 years until I was about 41. And then I was like, fuck it, I'm going to let it grow and see what it looks like. And it kind of looked like shit for a long time. But it looked better than my bald head, I mean, my bald face. So I was like, I'm going to go with it. And then I discovered that this works a lot better. And I've It breaks been... up that whole egg shape thing you got going on there. With the telly. <laughs> Kelly Savalas. Yes. I have been bicking it now. I have been shaving it to the scalp and not just. Uh, I thought of the greatest Halloween costume for you. Oh, yeah. You could put like a little fake wall in front of you and be Humpty Dumpty. <laughs> <laughs> you just have these little legs little and arms legs, hanging off your chin. Legs dangling. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, man. I wish Thanksgiving. I wish Christmas Halloween wasn't over. That, that would be hilarious. Well, you just, you just remember that for a year. <laughs> yeah. Dude, can you imagine doing the whole podcast with that shit? <laughs> 
but we both need to do something of that oh, caliber. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's next Halloween. <laughs> Maybe that'll keep us in the Halloween spirit. It could very well, dude. I'm I'm dying fucking thinking about that. Be like something out of uh, fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse or something yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> That would be so funny. Oh, I'll even man. paint my face white. I'll paint little, my face little, little crack on there. Yeah, a little crack you know? on my dome. Yeah. <laughs> on your dump. I sit on my dome. <laughs> oh, it sounded like oh my dump to me. I don't know why. And I just went along with that and was like, yeah, apparently there's gonna be poop involved somewhere. I don't fucking know, you know. That's going to be an indication, I think, for me that uh, we've talked about this enough. And as much as I'd like to sit here and talk about it longer, I just looked at the clock and we are out of time. So that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for joining us for Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like whose boners were we talking about earlier? Um, it was the title of the show. Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Kelsey fucking grammar. Get that picture out of your head, motherfucker. Get that picture I, out of I'm your head. I'm imagining him as Frazier Crane like, I don't Lilith. understand why I have this uh, erection. Lilith, Lilith, I need your assistance with something in the kitchen. Oh, he, is, he is such a fucking turd, too. <laughs> sure. Well, I guess maybe now it's Kelsey Grammer's boner. I don't fucking know. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just go with that. If, yeah, like like you just said, get that image out of your head. I guarantee you can't because you're thinking about it right now. You're welcome. And goodbye. Goodbye.